Welcome to the USA Today Fantasy Sports Podcast, our weekly look at the world of fantasy sports. I'm Steve Gardner, and this week I'm flying solo as we begin the National Football League season. And fantasy football owners everywhere have been looking forward to this for a long, long time. Let's first look at some of the big news of the week. The uh, Miami Dolphins-Tampa Bay Buccaneers game postponed by Hurricane Irma. Uh, that was a decision that not a lot of uh, folks were, were expecting. Uh, they were maybe expecting it to be played at a neutral site, but um, as it turns out, both teams had a bye in Week 11, and that's when they will reschedule the game. It does a whole lot of things for fantasy owners. First of all, uh, for those who have Miami Dolphins players or Tampa Bay Buccaneers players in their lineups, you have a week one buy, which you were not expecting. And that is something that uh, you really couldn't plan for on draft day. So the folks that took, especially Mike Evans in round number one, you're looking for a wide receiver to start this week that you didn't expect to have to do. Also, it uh, puts other folks like Jay Ajayi owners and uh, other Jarvis Landry owners, Devontae Parker owners in a bit of a bind. And for those that were interested especially to see how Jay Cutler began the season as the Miami Dolphins starting quarterback going from the broadcast booth to the huddle. Uh, you're going to have to wait another week to find out how that story begins. Nevertheless, you've got to have some emergency pickups. And for folks who did not draft, say, a second quarterback and were rolling with Jameis Winston, who was one of the top uh, seven or eight quarterbacks drafted, so he is definitely a starter in most leagues, You've got to look elsewhere for a quarterback and possibly may have to go to the waiver wire. One of the, the top guys that I think is worth picking up and starting this week at quarterback is Carson Palmer of the Arizona Cardinals, playing at the Detroit Lions, a Lions defense that gave up the second most touchdown passes in the entire NFL last year. And Palmer has basically his receiving core back intact and healthy. John Brown had some uh, health issues last year. So did uh, J.J. Nelson. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald, still the ageless wonder, continues to get it done. He will be available as well. And David Johnson, the all-everything consensus number one pick, will be available to catch passes out of the backfield and uh, run the ball as well. I really like Carson Palmer this week against the Detroit Lions. In fact, he comes in in terms of quarterbacks on our uh, USA Today rankings from the folks at Fantasy Sharks. Carson Palmer comes in at number seven among all quarterbacks this week. So uh, generally he was going in the, what, 16 to 20 range among QBs. So uh, Carson Palmer, a very good play this week in week number one. In fact, if, if you do have Jameis Winston and can pick up Carson Palmer, he's also a good uh, pickup as well for folks who drafted Andrew Luck and were hoping that Andrew Luck would be ready for week one or week two or week three. I'm in that boat in a couple of different leagues. Carson Palmer is a pretty good stopgap for the first couple of weeks. If you're looking for a running back, possibly to uh, fill Jay Ajayi's shoes, Rob Kelly of the Washington Redskins might be available and uh, might be somebody that you could slide into your lineup if he's on your bench uh, to start things off. Uh, Rob Kelly could be a guy that uh, maybe makes a difference. And a lot of the preseason hype was around rookie Samaje Pirine, but Rob Kelly has been the one who's looked more impressive in camp and will get the starting job for the Washington Redskins and uh, for the at least the uh, the near future. 
Look for the Redskins to put up some decent points against the Philadelphia Eagles and possibly Rob Kelly be a very good uh, running back to put in. One guy that you can put in that maybe you weren't counting about uh, counting on this week in Week 1, Ezekiel Elliott of the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, at least a one-game reprieve from his six-game suspension. Looks like we'll have the uh, the appeal heard in Texas, and it could be favorable. It could be just a, a rubber stamp of the NFL's ability to uh, run their own league and uh, uphold the collective bargaining agreement that was agreed to by both the NFL and the Players Association. I don't know. My, my gut feeling is that Ezekiel Elliott will have to serve the suspension. So all those folks who drafted Darren McFadden and we're planning on using him. Won't get to do it in week one, but um, you should get uh, a decent amount of run out of him. And Alfred Morris, both of those average, both of those guys averaged uh, over five yards per carry in the preseason and looked fairly impressive behind that Cowboys offensive line. One other under-the-radar problem that's not getting a whole lot of attention but probably will as we get closer to the weekend, Odell Beckham Jr. of the uh, New York Giants, Hurt his ankle in uh, in a preseason game, still having trouble practicing, although the news was a little bit better in Thursday's practice. He plays in the Sunday night game. The Giants take on those Dallas Cowboys in the Sunday night affair, and that is a tough situation because fantasy owners generally in leagues, you can wait until a player's game starts before you make a start or sit call. Odell Beckham is playing in the Sunday night game, which means that all the games in the afternoon will be played and will only have at least, fortunately, two Monday night games to go after that. So looking for replacements for Odell Beckham, should he not be able to make it or come up gimpy in pregame warm-ups, they're not that many. Um, a couple that I do like, however, are uh, in, in the Monday night game, the early Monday night game, Ted Ginn and Adam Thielen of the New Orleans Saints and Minnesota Vikings, respectively. This is probably one of the more interesting games of the week. It's the early Monday night game where uh, another storyline comes in where Adrian Peterson, the longtime Minnesota Vikings running back and standout uh, number one former uh, fantasy pick, uh, consensus number one and leading rusher in the NFL, plays his first game without a Minnesota Vikings uniform on. He will be playing for the New Orleans Saints. He will be a backup to Mark Ingram, and he will be playing against the Minnesota Vikings in Minneapolis on Monday night. That should be a, a doozy of a game. Um, we can talk a little bit more about that in just a minute. If you're uh, looking for possible wide receivers that uh, you want to sub in for a Devontae Parker or for Jarvis Landry or for Mike Evans, uh, for the Bucks Dolphins game that was postponed. A couple of names to throw out there in that Monday night early game. Ted Ginn and Adam Thielen, as I said. Ginn, a, a guy that hasn't been getting a lot of notoriety, but with the Saints uh, trading Brandon Cooks to the New England Patriots, Ted Ginn now earns that starting spot. He's been very frustrating to own in, uh, in fantasy leagues for, for several years now, but perhaps with the New Orleans Saints, where lesser receivers have thrived. And, of course, uh, Willie Sneed with the uh, suspension there in New Orleans. Ted Ginn gets to move into the starting lineup and should see a decent amount of targets. Adam Thielen is a guy that's kind of been overlooked um, after coming on strong at the end of last season. 
he hasn't really been drafted with the same sort of, of vigor as one might expect. Um, in the 40 to 50 range among wide receivers, he's a very good play coming into the Monday night game against what is generally, uh, historically, a suspect New Orleans Saints secondary. Also, a couple others. John Brown mentioned uh, Carson Palmer's good matchup against the Detroit Lions. John Brown coming back and uh, looks to be fully healthy. They got the sickle cell uh, uh, trait addressed and the condition there. He looks like he's 100%. And possibly Richard Matthews of the Tennessee Titans is the other sleeper pick that I have or a substitution pick. Uh, a guy who's a veteran receiver, kind of a workmanlike receiver, but still came close uh, just a few yards short of a 1,000 last year receiving, nine touchdowns, and he's in his second season working with quarterback Marcus Mariota there in Tennessee. Look for those guys to possibly be uh, decent fill-ins should you have someone missing from your starting lineup because of the hurricane. Um, one other game to, uh, to take note of I think uh, will be one of the more exciting games of the week, Green Bay against Seattle. It's Aaron Rodgers, uh, who's always a fantasy stud, uh, throwing to Jordy Nelson and company. Uh, can the Seattle Seahawks defense stop them? That should be a, uh, a great matchup. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more about some of those players in that game when we take a look at the rankings in just a moment. You're listening to the USA Today Fantasy Sports Podcast, part of the USA Today Podcast Network. You can find us on SoundCloud, on iTunes, on Stitcher, and on Audioboom. And if you like what you hear, please download us, like us, and rate us on all those platforms, and follow us on Twitter at USA Today Fantasy. All right, now, thanks to the folks at Fantasy Sharks, we have our weekly fantasy football rankings and uh, what we'll do each week on the podcast is just kind of go down the top players at each position and maybe make a few comments here and there about whether they're a good play a bad play and uh, throw in a few potential sleepers as well for each of the main positions we start with quarterback and Aaron Rodgers as we mentioned number one quarterback on the list and by the way these uh, rankings will be updated up until kickoff on Sunday so if you're listening to the podcast over the weekend, and you still have some time to go to the website, fantasy.usatoday.com. You can check out the very latest and up-to-date rankings. Um, we'll update them with uh, all sorts of injury news. Um, guys, even when, when players are inactive, we will note that as well. So check those out at fantasy.usatoday.com. All right, quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers of the Packers against Seattle gets the number one uh, spot. Tom Brady in the Thursday night game against Kansas City is number two. Matt Ryan of Atlanta at Chicago is three. Cam Newton looking for a bounce back season playing uh, at San Francisco for the Carolina Panthers is number four. Uh, five is Russell Wilson in that same Green Bay versus Seattle game. Looks like the rankings feel like that will be a shootout. Dak Prescott of the Cowboys against the New York Giants on the Sunday night game. Carson Palmer, as I said, ranked number seven this week for the Cardinals at Detroit. Ben Roethlisberger with uh, his multiple weapons on the outside uh, for Pittsburgh at Cleveland. Uh, the beleaguered Cleveland Browns secondary. A big sleeper candidate for this year, or breakout candidate, I think is more uh, instructive and a little bit more accurate. Marcus Mariota comes in at number nine, and Derek Carr of the Oakland Raiders, number 10 at Tennessee. I, I personally am not a big fan of Derek Carr to start the season. Um, I know he was a, a very trendy pick. 
taken a lot of times in, in, in a number of drafts in the top six or seven quarterbacks. Uh, I don't see it. Tennessee, even though, um, even though they are at Tennessee, uh, I think the, uh, the Titans will you know, have, have redone their defense a little bit and uh, tried to shore up the secondary. And Carr has that very good offensive line. Like to give it to Marshawn Lynch, you know he's the new toy this year coming out of retirement, and uh, and I think the uh, the Raiders will try and run the ball. So not the best picks. I, I would rather have you know Drew Brees is ranked 11th at Minnesota, and Kirk Cousins is ranked number 12. I would have both of those ahead of Derek Carr. As we look at the running backs, Le'Veon Bell of Pittsburgh at Cleveland gets the number one spot, followed by. Yeah, you uh, you guessed it. David Johnson, those two generally going one and two in drafts. Devontae Freeman, the uh, number three running back as the Falcons are at Chicago. Number four, this may be a bit of a surprise, rookie Dalvin Cook of the Minnesota Vikings playing against New Orleans. They're playing at home, and uh, I think Cook is one of those guys. We've seen his ADP steadily increase over the last month or so before drafts uh, of drafts up to the regular season. Cook, a, a three-down running back. He was listed number one on the depth chart there in Minnesota, which uh, generally teams are, are not really anxious to put the running backs, uh, rookie running backs at the top of the depth chart, but he's there. Even though the uh, the Vikings did trade for Latavius Murray in the offseason. So Dalvin Cook, uh, I do like against New Orleans. Typically, the Saints have not been a formidable defense. Um, Jordan Howard of the Chicago Bears at number five against the Atlanta Falcons defense. LaShawn McCoy, I think, is going to get a lot of carries against the New York Jets defense. He's at number six. DeMarco Murray of Tennessee, seven. Ezekiel Elliott in the lineup against the New York Giants. He's at number eight. C.J. Anderson, an uh, interesting pick for the Denver Broncos. Is he going to be able to handle the load? Will he be able to stay healthy? Is Trevor Simeon going to be able to direct that Broncos offense? And... Uh, keep other teams from stacking the box against the Broncos. They're facing the Chargers. Pretty good defense there. Todd Gurley gets number 10. And uh, a couple other guys, Bilal Powell of the Jets, seemingly the Jets' only offensive weapon that, uh, that I can tell. He's at number 11 this week playing at Buffalo. And Mark Ingram there at number 12 for the Saints at Minnesota. Um, one name, uh, number 13, I'll give you one more, give you a baker's dozen of running backs to talk about. Uh, Carlos Hyde of San Francisco playing against Carolina. The new Kyle Shanahan offense is in effect in San Francisco, but these Panthers limited Hyde to 34 yards on just 14 carries last season. That tip from uh, the folks at Bruno Boys in the latest Sports Weekly. Uh, I I think you know, San Francisco's going to take a while to adjust to that offense. And uh, the Carolina defense is a very good one. I don't think Carlos Hyde is a top 20 running back this season, but we have him ranked number 13. And uh, a couple bonuses, Ty Montgomery of the Packers at 14 and rookie Kareem Hunt in the Thursday night game against New England. will be interesting to see how he fares in his first NFL action uh, in the regular season, the rookie Kareem Hunt uh, thrust into that Kansas City starting lineup due to the injury to Spencer Ware. As we look to wide receivers, it is Antonio Brown of the Steelers, one. Jordy Nelson of the Packers, two. Michael Thomas of the Saints, three. Followed by Julio Jones, Doug Baldwin, and Keenan Allen of the Chargers, the top six. Number seven, I'm going to take a little bit of an issue with uh, this pick of Des Bryant of the Dallas Cowboys going up against the New York Giants. 
Uh, talked about this a little bit on our uh, Facebook Live presentation with Trista Crick when we were talking about some of the guys we want to sit maybe or start. You can't really sit Des Bryant. He's the number seven ranked uh, wide receiver this week, but you have to temper your expectations. Against the Giants in two meetings last year, a total of two receptions, 18 yards. They made Des disappear. And uh, with Ezekiel Elliott in the lineup, I think there's a possibility that that happens again on Sunday night. Uh, obviously, you can't bench him. He was probably uh, you're either number one wide out or number two wide out. He's still a, a good target, but uh, don't get too excited about big numbers against the Giants on Sunday night. Amari Cooper, if, uh, if you believe in Derek Carr, you certainly believe in Amari Cooper. He's at number eight this week. A.J. Green of the Bengals at number nine. Haven't talked a whole lot about the Bengals, but they will be going up against the Baltimore Ravens playing at home. And uh, the Ravens usually give them, that's usually a, a very fierce competitive game. Uh, although the uh, main instigator in a lot of those is Vontaze Perfect. He will be uh, suspended and will not be playing for the Bengals' defense. Uh, Devontae Adams of the Packers, two Packers in the top ten against the Seattle Seahawks, followed by Larry Fitzgerald, Michael Crabtree, another Raider in the top t- top 12, uh, Sammy Watkins of the Rams coming in at number 13, and uh, kind of a sneaky pick, Stefan Diggs, of the Minnesota Vikings against New Orleans at number 14. Here's one, too, if, if you're looking for a guy a little bit further down the list. I'm very excited about Martavis Bryant of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Coming back from a season-long suspension, uh, he looks pretty good in training camp. He's looked good in the exhibition season. He gives them another deep threat, a burner on the other side, away from Antonio Brown. Really like the way that he may open up this uh, Pittsburgh Steelers offense, kind of in the same way that Emmanuel Sanders did a few years ago. And uh, that's when Antonio Brown really broke out. Maybe Antonio Brown helps Martavis Bryant uh, to a breakout season as well. And finally, in our, our list of rankings that we're going to talk about today, tight end, uh, some of the familiar faces, Rob Gronkowski, number one, Greg Olson of Carolina, number two, Delaney Walker, Always very good. I think uh, they, they sometimes like to flex him out in the slot, which makes him more like a wide receiver than a tight end. But uh, he's a good bet against Oakland this week. Jimmy Graham of the Seahawks against Green Bay, thinking that's going to be a, a, a shootout apparently. Uh, Hunter Henry of the Chargers is number five. He's a trendy pick. I'm not so sure I'm going to be on board. Maybe, maybe not for this week, but for the entire season, I think things look really good for Hunter Henry. However... This particular week, it comes the Chargers at the Denver Broncos. The Broncos always tough at home. And Antonio Gates, the other tight end for the Chargers, he needs one touchdown reception for the all-time record for tight ends. He's currently tied with Tony Gonzalez. Wouldn't it be something if the Chargers can throw a touchdown pass to Antonio Gates on Monday night and get the record on national TV? I don't know. Maybe it's a little bit of a uh, a reach for me, but I wouldn't be surprised to see Antonio Gates be the focus of the offense, especially in the red zone against the Denver Broncos. And another number six, Zach Ertz of the Philadelphia Eagles at the Washington Redskins. As a Washington Redskins fan, I remember this game last year, week 14. Zach Ertz just totally destroyed 
the Redskins. Nobody could cover him. He had 10 catches for 112 yards last season. And the Eagles like to target the tight end. This is a weak spot of the Redskins' defense. Will they be able to fix it in the offseason and uh, in the preseason? We don't know. But Zach Ertz will provide a very good test for that Washington defense. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey, I'm not really high on as a wide receiver because of uh, Josh Norman being able to cover him on a fairly regular basis. But the soft underbelly of that Redskins defense could be right in the middle of the field, right where Zach Ertz likes to operate. All right, that is going to do it. Thank you, everyone, for listening to our USA Today Fantasy Sports Podcast. Be sure to follow me on Twitter. I'm at Steve A. Gardner. And don't forget, we're posting new fantasy football content and some fantasy baseball content every day at fantasy.usatoday.com. So that'll be it for now. I'm Steve Gardner. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next time.